This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. It was a cold baseball night in the Windy City of the Big Apple, but it's all about the Knicks. They're in fourth place. We talk about it right now. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six plus via Twitter at hardest to ESPN at Gordon Damer at ESPN NY ninety eight underscore seven FM along with Jake the Snake and Brian Mungier. We're here until midnight. There's Freddie Fitzsimmons on ninety eight seven ESPN. Gordon, I don't want to talk Yankees. I don't want to talk Mets. I want to talk Knicks. I'll tell you, Larry, when uh, things weren't looking too good for the Knicks and, and we knew what time roughly we were going to get on the air, I was thinking to myself, you know what, let's just bag it for the night. Uh, but then the Knicks <laughs> turned things around, so we have actually something nice to talk about for a change. Gordon, I got to tell you, I thought I was in Groundhog Day Knicks style. Right, the first half was just like last night's first half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. well, I'm thinking about this. I'm like, oh, here we go again. But you know, this this team a little better scoring team than what they faced in Charlotte last night. And Gordon, I'm going to be honest with you, these are the things, and this is where I'll make mention of, especially the Yankees. When you're struggling, things like this don't go your way, right? The Knicks they lose Taj Gibson. He goes out, doesn't come back. Nerlens Noel gets a mouth laceration. He goes out. He does come back. Derrick Rose fouls out. They lose Trey Young. Gordon, I'm telling you, I don't know if the Knicks win this game if Trey Young doesn't get hurt. Well, I just don't look, know. You know what? Uh, in 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 past years, the Knicks would have found a way to lose this game, even if Trey if Trey Young played. If he didn't play, so I mean, what do we always say? We love about sports is that it's unpredictable and. Yep. The Knicks riding an eight-game winning streak with 12 games to go and now in sole possession of fourth place in the Eastern Conference. That is about as unpredictable as you could possibly get. It is. It really is. And once again, what can we say about Julius Randle, Gordon? I, I, I don't know. I mean, what, 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 what haven't we said about the ho-hum 40-point night, right? Like In 41 it, minutes. Yeah. 40 points in 41 minutes, 11 rebounds, six assists. I mean, he he's just been unbelievable. Six of eight from three. He's been dominant, Gordon. He he's he's been the guy on this team. Yeah, and he kind of took over down the stretch of of the fourth quarter for sure, um, and was just kind of bullying the the Hawks, you know, drive into the basket and and, and hit shots. And I mean, it's just incredible the uh, the turnaround from last year to this year in terms of the team, in terms of him. It all starts and ends, I guess, with Tom Thibodeau, but not far behind that is the play of Julius Randle because without Julius Randle, Tom Thibodeau could be Red Auerbach, and it would not look like this. I mean, I don't know what more you can say about Julius Randle. I mean, he's just incredible. He is. And the one thing we've talked about, Gordon, about this team overall is can he get some help? Well, tonight he got help from multiple places, right? Bullock had 18 points in 40 minutes. Uh, you look at what Quickly was able to do. He was huge tonight, 20 points in 30 minutes. Derrick Rose continuing to play well, especially in the fourth quarter, even though he fouled out. So, you know, you're able to get more than one contribution. And, Gordon, that that's what makes Julius Randle's performance even more memorable because – He's, he's had help, but he still had to take take it by the horns down the stretch, right? Yeah, and I, I don't know when the Knicks became this great three-point shooting <laughs> team. I mean, they hit 54% of their threes, 19 of 35. I know. It's unbelievable. 
It's crazy. And 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 when they go you when they miss, you, you at least tonight you're like, "Oh, they missed they missed one for I mean between Bullock and Randall, uh Barrett had a couple of threes tonight. Uh, quickly with uh, had one from like way I mean almost the 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 midcourt decal. I mean, it was unbelievable how they're shooting threes right now and their defense down the stretch. Now again, the fact that Trey Young had to leave the game, but the, you know, it wasn't like the Knicks were whole either. So, mm-hmm. um you take the win, you Absolutely. keep piling up these wins. Now 33 and 20. I mean, if someone would have called before the season, Larry, and said, you know, with about 12 games to go, the Knicks are going to be 33 and 27, I would have laughed him off the phone. And they're 20 and 10 at home. They have won two out of every three home games this year. It's been a long time, man. Promo code Gordon. <laughs> I did not. I did not get it in the promo. You know, I don't like betting on my teams a lot of yeah, times because you. then, you know, if it goes wrong, then you're really in a bad mood. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Just as well, I, I didn't bet on the Yankees. I can tell you that much for sure. <laughs> I could be making a boatload if I just bet against them. Yeah, you're right. And listen, tonight, as far as the Mets were concerned, I mean, come on, two, 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 two touchdowns and the safety they gave up. You know, it's it's so funny. I, I I did I was not really watching the Mets at all. I was, neither you know, was I. I was screaming at the Yankees and I was watching the Knicks. And I said, you know, there was a break in both games at the same time. And I said, you know, let me just check to see what the Mets are doing. And they had a, a reliever in there, Hildenberger or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And He's he threw Minnesota. The, the first pitch that he threw was a slider. I was like, wow, this guy. Who is this guy? I, that is a really good slider. Next pitch to Javi Baez. Great See slam. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a rough night. Well, you know, uh, the Mets at least scored some runs. Pete Alonso hit a home run, so at mm-hmm. least your team can score some runs. Now, they didn't stop anybody tonight, but at least they, they, they have some guys that can score some runs. The Yankees, uh, based on the talent, the last time the Yankees were this bad, mm. the manager was Stump Merrill. Yikes. I remember that is a those name. teams. Yeah, that's, that's a early Bernie. Past. Yeah, that's early Bernie. Yep. Wow. Yep. That's a long time ago. That is and a long time ago. You know, uh, I know we're going to focus on the Knicks a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not one to push the panic button. I'm not one to say this or that. But if this goes on for another week or so, you got to be concerned. I, I mean, you got to be concerned, and I, yeah. you know who really's got to be concerned? Aaron Boone's got to be concerned. I don't think he it's does. his fault. I don't think but he's going to take the him, blame. Right. I mean, what else are you going to do? You're not going to trade a whole bunch of players. Nope. It's not the time for that. Because of the luxury tax, they're not going to be bringing in any salaries. Nope. So who, what are you going to do? You can't fire all the team. So. Nope. It's going to, it's going to be Booney. And uh, maybe he can, when he goes, maybe he can come by and teach the Mets how to play in the field. Four errors tonight, Gordon. Well, Four look, errors. He, he doesn't have the resume to help anybody <laughs> in that area. You know what I mean? Like his team, you know, they, they didn't. I don't think they had any errors tonight. That, that they didn't have any plays that I shook my head at. But yeah, what, what one one thought about the Yankees before we go to break, and that is, I, I you know I'm going back and forth, going I'm all up. I'm doing little Toronto Brooklyn. I'm doing mm-hmm. Knicks. I'm doing Yankees Mets. I, I'm up. It's like bases loaded. DJ LeMahieu up. I'm like, oh, this is it. This is it. You right. could. This is you couldn't script it. This is the guy you want up in this situation. This is the guy, and he grounded out. I'm like, Gordon must be going crazy. This is the person you want up. Yeah. You could want anybody better than that. And they don't have a whole lot of hitting. You know, tonight was the first time they scored a run in the ninth inning all season. Oh, it's crazy. That it's not crazy. like they're lighting it up the other eight innings either. <laughs> That's for sure. No. Go New York, go! Go New York, go New York, go! 
Augustine Damer on 98.7 ESPN. By the way, you know, the Michael K. Show celebrating its new 2 p.m. start time by giving away $10,000 this month of April. Every weekday in the 2 p.m. hour, we'll be listening for the K-Cast Sounder. Be ready to call in to claim $500. It's all for your home for the hookup. We are 98.7 ESPN. And, Gordon, we are going to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. We begin with Amar in Jersey. Amar, you're up first on ESPN New York tonight. Yeah, hello. Hey, Amar. Hey, so, uh, I mean, I just called in to talk to you guys just a little bit. As a, how, how it's felt like being a Knicks fan in the last 15 years. You know, we've had to sit through some really bad eras, whether it be trade away half the team to get mellow and then only get to enjoy two good years with him. Uh, but, you know, today it just it just felt good. Like, today it settled in. Being able to win eight games straight with this team, a team that nobody thought that would be in this position, like you guys said earlier today, it just felt really good. You know, whether or not we're sixth, fourth, fifth seed going into the playoffs, I'm just I – could, I could say as a Knicks fan, I am happy that the progress that we're making. Tom Thibodeau has these guys fighting and playing with each other every day. The team chemistry that we have going around on that team is real, and you can't deny that. I remember for the season opener, Alan Hahn was saying how he predicts R.J. Barrett's going to average 20 points per game, and Julius Randle is everywhere in the trade rumors. And just looking at this team today, R.J. Barrett's playing some amazing defense. Julius Randle is on an all-NBA team level type of player. And like you guys said, they're shooting lights out from three the past couple of games. You got Reggie Bullock. You got R.J. Barrett hitting his threes. You got Julius Randle hitting his threes. Emmanuel quickly hitting his threes. I think we have a recipe for a great team going on. I would like just to say one thing. I don't like how people are spinning this into a, you know, this is amazing. We have a group of players we can just trade away for another amazing star-level player. I'll, me as a Knicks fan, like I've experienced that. I've experienced that. I've experienced the whole trade away everyone, half the team to get one good player back. Let's just take it day by day, game by game, season by season, and see where we go from here. I'm with you, Amar. Thanks for the phone call, Gordon. That's what I want to do. I, I want yeah, to keep the team I, together. I, I don't think uh, you know just from the sense that we got taking calls before the uh, the trade deadline. That was the general sense of most Knicks fans. And and look, when it was when they had lost five of six and. There were two games under 500. We got some call. Yeah, you know what? This is why you should have made a trade at the deadline. You should have made. You should have picked somebody up. Uh, well, now I think it's pretty clear that they were they were right to kind of stand pat because now they have all their assets and they can add to that either in free agency in a draft. And if there's a trade out there, uh, yeah, I, I would say that you can still improve the team that way. But this idea that they're going to strip down the team and just bring in one guy, I don't think that that's going to happen. Lowe's and Queens. Hey, Lowe, you're next on 98.7. Good evening, fellas. What's up, Lowe? Hanging in there. I just want to say one thing, and then um, I just want y'all opinion on something. Sure. So I'm never going to get the chance to meet Julius Randle personally and personally apologize to him for all the messed up things I said about him before the season. <laughs> so the closest thing I can get is to apologize on ESPN radio. So Julius Randle, from the bottom of my heart, I am so sorry I ever doubted you so much because I never seen and I never seen a transformation like like this, which kind of leads me to what I want your opinion on. I think Julius Randle's a lock for most improved player of the year because what people aren't talking about is his defensive um, improvement as well as his offensive improvement all around game. So, my question for you is, in your you know, in your time covering the NBA, I, have you ever seen a player improve literally every aspect of their game the way 
Julius Randle has this year, I'm really stumped. I love this team so much. Go Knicks and fellas, <laughs> take care. All right, Lowe, thanks for the phone call. And listen, Lowe, uh, I'm going to follow you. I need to apologize to Julius Randle too, Gordon. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I mean, look, we weren't saying it in a way that was, uh, you know, attacking him. But last year, he was a very frustrating player to watch. And you kind of had enough uh, of mm-hmm. him trying to play hero ball and everything else. But it just shows you that when you're doing all the right things, I mean, who has praised? Who has not praised Julius Randle for the way he has played so True. far this year? He's played out of his mind. He's been fantastic. He's been everything the Knicks have been looking for. Nick fans have been looking for forever. So uh, look, uh, I just—it uh, is shocking, right? I—I I, I don't know. I it's kind of hard to, if, if you went through all the sport. Forget about just the basketball. I mean, you'd have to go through all the sports to find someone who came here either through trade or however they got here, and in the first year were just a abysmal mm-hmm. and every I don't remember another guy that everybody basically wanted out of town after one year and then the next year I mean they're basically throwing a parade for him it would be hard to come up with anybody better than Randall it really would be Spike's in St. Pete hey Spike you're next on 98.7 I've been following basketball since 1956 this wow. team and I've not missed a game and it just means I'm real old. And uh, I'm putting salt and pepper on my crow, as my nephew in Brooklyn, Texas, told me this afternoon. This is crazy, man. This is crazy. And and uh, that other caller did all the remark. There's no reason uh, last year not to criticize, as the three of us did and many others, Julius Randle's game. Mm-hmm. But uh, the fellow was right. The transformation. Greg Jeffries had a season where he wasn't right, but that's that. That was a short-lived thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, as the radio legend who retired a few years ago, our mutual friend, Mr. Daughtry, would say, "What in Sam Hill's going on here? <laughs> that's I, don't, right. I don't know what's going on. I really don't. I don't want to hear Trey Young's out. They got, I told you, boys. You know how you know me real well. There's mm-hmm. no quitting this team. Nope. There's just no quitting them." I just don't even know what to say, and I'm never speechless. You guys know that. I don't know what to say. It's the weirdest dynamic I've ever seen. You know, since I've been in Florida, they haven't lost the game, I think. But uh, all kidding aside, this is uh, it's, it's so enjoyable. It's great fun to watch this. It is. It is. It's, it's so enjoyable that you just know you can't knock them out. You can knock them down. You love boxing, Larry. Mm-hmm. You, you can't knock this team out. They don't have a glass. And, and what chin. they did with. You know, they did to Woody at the end of the game was nice too. It you know, too, yeah. you see that? Sure was. Yes, I did. They yes, I Woody did. and my my friend Mike Woodson, and and I think he was a little guilty leaving, but he had to go back to his yeah, alma mater. But I don't know how you top this game tonight, guys. I just don't want to play this team if I'm one of the other 29 teams, and I'll listen to the rest of the show. Love to hear your comments. All right, Spike. Thanks for checking in. No, listen, they're the hottest team in the NBA right now, and they have a they they play for each other, Gordon. They they do so many things you like. And there's one thing I'm going to say to you, Gordon, when I come back, because I it it just came to me. But in the middle of this of this great run, there's something I think we need to maybe start to think about. I'll share that with you when we return. <laughs> one 3776 Hardestine Damon until the top of the hour taking your phone calls on the next. Yeah, we know the Yankees play today. No, nope, no, they didn't, today, Larry. But, no, but, no, no, no Yankees, no Mets. It's all we're Knicks. We're talking Knicks. We're yes. talking Knicks. The fourth place Knicks. 
Absolutely. Going before we get to the phones, uh, I think we may have to consider locking Julius Randle up for a long-term deal, Gordon. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we have to now. Yeah, I, I don't know. He's I don't know how. It. Yeah, I don't know how you don't. Right. I mean, this is the guy you've been looking for, and he has played at an an All Star level, maybe even an All NBA level. So I think that the Knicks have a lot of tough decisions to make after this year about how they put together the roster, but locking up him, I don't know if that one's a, a, a tough decision. I think you got to have to do it. He's earned it. There's nothing else he could do. I mean, what else could he do, Gordon? He's, he's right. earned his money. He really has. Absolutely. Trevor's in Brooklyn. Hey, Trevor, you're next on 98.7. What's going on, guys? How you doing? What's going on, Trevor? Um, well, the, I'll answer Spike's question because uh, he was left speechless up there on what's going on with the Knicks. The answer is Tom Thibodeau. And I want – there's no argument you can have that this man does not deserve the coach of the year. There's the drastic change from the Knicks from last year and years past. It's all on him. He has these players ready to play every night. Um, every uh, f- fifteen guys on 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 the bench, they're all ready to go at any given given notice. And I mean, I hope the uh, the voters give this man his justice and uh, give him uh, some votes. Julius Randle, he definitely deserves MVP votes, but we know that's not going to happen. Most improved player of the year, that's uh, that's more realistic. And I'm just this team is just uh, you know the best thing that happened was that they didn't make a big they didn't make any moves during uh, the trade deadline. The team was kept together. We just need one one player to come here, and, and that'll be the difference maker. Because we have all the money in the world to spend. That's the plus. So we need that one player to come here that can make a difference. It's going to be tough because there's not too many free agents out there, and uh, we'll see where they're going. But the Knicks, it's, it's such a joy to watch them play. Even when you watch all the other star-driven teams, it's just it, it, it's nice to watch a team play hard and, and give other teams fits and make other teams play their absolute best. If not, they're going to go down, and it's been happening no matter who it is. And uh, I, I really wish the whole NBA played uh, the way the Knicks do right now. All right, Trevor, thanks for the phone call. I, I, I will say this, Gordon. Tom Thibodeau's done a tremendous job. I, I'm sure he's moving closer. But I, I really think when, from the folks I spoke, I speak to around the league, it's still Quinn Snyder of Utah. But I think he is moving much closer, Gordon, to make this. He's going to get his share of votes for Coach Yeah, of the year. I know on uh, DCR the guys were mentioning Monty Williams with the Suns. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I, I, those teams, those teams have big time talent. The Knicks had talent last year. That were, what were they twelfth in the East? Yeah, that's right. I mean, they won twenty one games last year. Yep. And I don't know where they're going to wind up, but they have essentially the same talent. And now they're going to be in the mix for a fourth or fifth or sixth. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you don't give it to Tom Thibodeau. I mean, if you're just talking about coaching, right? Like just taking the, ta- think about the talent he had last year. They were 21 and 45, essentially mm-hmm. the same talent. Mm-hmm. And he has molded that talent. That's co- That's what coaching is. Yeah. Right? It's not about, oh, we brought in this player, we lost that player, the moves the front office made, or we have all-star caliber or MVP caliber players in different positions. This is just taking the talent he had and molding it in a way that is, is, is a whole lot better than what it was. He's plus 12 in the win column, Gordon. Plus Already, 12. right? And counting. 
And counting, <laughs> right. You got another 12 games to go. That's right. Williams in the Big Apple. Hey, William, you're next on 98.7. Hi, how are you? Good. Uh, so I also want to apologize to Julius Randle for last <laughs> year. Uh, his performance, uh, for me at least, was, was uh, he was always, you know, dribbling. He was doing those uh, silly circles. But this year he's really improved physically and I would assume mentally. Uh, well, he and, and Thibodeau, I could assume they're probably, like you know, I would say, 80% uh, the part of this Knicks team that makes them so fun to watch. You can't forget their, their rotation players, the, this, the improvement of RJ. Uh, how, how do you think RJ, especially his shooting, I think he's shooting what, like uh, almost 40% from three? RJ, you have Reggie Bullock, who looks unstoppable now. I mean, and, and IQ, too. I mean, their whole bench. What, what do you think is just the, the whole momentum in, in their team? You know what, William? Thanks for the phone call. They play well together, and they play for each other, Gordon. And, you know, you got to have role players, and I think he makes a great point. Sometimes we get lost in the stars and whatnot, but you got to have players that do the dirty work, right, Gordon? The guys that die, they get the rebounds. They, do, they, don't, they don't need to score. They don't, they're just very happy just contributing, and they have some of these guys, and some of the guys, you know, score points, and some of them just play hard on defense for you. Yeah, well, look, they have a they have a coach now that actually has a plan, has a clue, and can relay that message to his players, and has the credibility to get the players to carry out the plan. Right? I mean, like yeah. in the past, it was just it seemed like guys, you know, maybe if they had a plan, uh, the guys might have stuck with it for a little while, but then they were off kind of doing their own thing a lot of times, and we're not playing together, and we're just kind of a mess on the floor. And that's even to say, if they had a plan previously it seems like the plans in the past were well we'll just get through this season and then we'll sign a free agent I mean that seemed (laughs) like the plan before so this is a coach who's going to grind every single win the players know what to expect they know what their role is they know how their role uh, impacts the team so I mean there's not enough good things you can say about Tom Thibodeau and and for everybody who's apologizing to Julius Randle I don't think that I said anything uh, I I don't feel the need to do that I will say uh I was not a big fan of the Tom Thibodeau hiring, and that was absolutely wrong because he's been fantastic. I guess I got to apologize to him too. Yeah, right. We got a lot of apologies <laughs> to make. Charlie's in Woodside. Hey, Charlie, you're next on ninety-eight-seven. Hey guys, uh, I'll make. Hey guys, uh, um, I'll try to make it quick. Uh, I think the turnaround on the next front, the turnaround and the the spiral difference between these two uh, the, of the season is at the next end of spiral uh, out of control was the Minnesota game that was a 10-point game and the turnaround is the the Memphis game and since then they have won eight in a row. I saw in the the stats I heard they won five like a back-to-back consecutive like back-to-back games like yeah I I did hear you know I didn't hear what the specific stat was but yeah the the second and back-to-backs they only have one in like five seasons this season they have five so that's that shows you that I think the coach the coach Tom Thibodeau is a coach of the year, and he's the difference in this team. And on the, of course, the number one front is Larry and Gordon. Uh, the Yankees are funeral watch uh, offensively. Uh, it seems like every going, going every time I was saying, "Oh, this team's not going to score," and when they had a chance, it's like, "Oh, the seventh inning base loaded, no, um, got two out." They make it interesting, but they always disappoint. It's almost feel like that, and I have no idea. What uh, with the scene, uh, I don't know. I don't think this is going to end. I mean, I re- right now, confidence though a shot. And, and you know what, Charlie? What the heck is he doing? I, 
I tell you this, Charlie. Thanks for the phone call. Boom doesn't know either. <laughs> he Larry, doesn't know either. Katie Sharp, who does a great job with stats on Twitter, yeah. um, she has a great tweet. Yankees have been held to five or fewer hits in five straight games. The only other times that happened in Yankee history were 1908 and 1973. Wow. 19, I don't know how she finds these stats. This, I, I, it's amazing. I, I don't know how she's able to do it, but she does a fantastic job. 1908. When you're saying something is like only the third time in Yankees history, that's yeah. saying something. I mean, they've been playing games for a hundred and something years. Wow. 1973 and 1908. Oh, my God. What a disaster. And, and Kluber pitched well tonight. Well, he wasn't the problem, right? <laughs> like, I mean, he didn't make it five. We would like to have gotten through five innings, uh, and I still don't really have a whole lot of confidence in mm-hmm, him. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the story is the story, and it's the same yeah. story pretty much all year. No, nobody is hitting. No, The Yankees had, I think it was six guys in the lineup, in the starting lineup tonight, Larry, that mm-hmm. are hitting 200 or below. Oh, it's unbelievable. Now, I'm not a big believer in batting averages being the guy, but, I mean, all the other stats kind of line up with the batting average. They all stink. I tell you this, Gordon, tomorrow when you do your updates, just talk Knicks. You'll be happier. <laughs> just talk Knicks. But you know what? There's Part of it is you have such an anger that you just have to get it out. Like, if you just hold on to it, it just it, you'll have an ulcer. I hear you. I'll see you tomorrow night, my friend. All right, Larry. That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York Tonight. Jake, Brian, thank you very much. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.